welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott. And I'm Jeremiah. And we are back for episode 170. All right. Thank you, everyone, who decided to tune back in this week after hearing last week's show and hearing our outro where we say get lost. Yeah. I feel like sometimes that might actually tell people they should never come back to our show. I would hope that people who listen to it, here's the thing. If we have listeners who don't understand that when we say get lost, it's like a play on words. We're trying to do like some branding. Uh, and so they just they're like, I guess I shouldn't listen anymore. Then fuck them. I'm that glad would be they're amazing. Gone. Listenership, the lowest ever for a show that has <laughs> many new listeners. Yeah. <laughs> like a hundred percent new listeners every week. 99% don't tune in based on the catchphrase. Get lost. Yeah. No, I think people get it. I'm, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to our listeners and those who don't, fuck them. They don't need to listen. They're, Sounds good. If they're that stupid, fuck them. All right. Uh, summer's upon us. We're recording this on technically the first day of summer. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to let all of our listeners know that because it's summer, Comic-Con season is up, and we will be at Vermont Comic-Con the last weekend of August. Yep. Uh, it's a little ways away, but we want to build the hype because it is the only Vermont Comic-Con, technically. Uh, there and therefore the, the best. Well, I was going to say, there's the Green Mountain Expo built upon the same model, but done right, differently. Yeah, That's right, more yeah. artist and comic book related. Well, this he calls is more... it, he, yeah, and he calls it the uh, Green Mountain Expo specifically because yeah. he doesn't want to like confuse it with the brand. He, he's he, like, Jay Moulton is very smart when it comes to running these things. He knows how to run a convention. He knows an expo versus the con and how to brand the two and to run two at the same time. So, so make sure to come check us out. We'll have a booth there. We'll I'll be, suck uh, dick, Jay. We'll be uh, selling and or handing out T-shirts. It depends on how you approach us when you come. Um, that sounded dirty. <laughs> <laughs> when you come. Like, you just winked into the microphone. I don't know if you realize. Like, you can, yeah. can you hear that? Is it like a butterfly kiss? It went bing. I mean, you can't hear a butterfly kiss either, but winking into <laughs> yeah, no. a mic is yeah. almost like, like almost the same thing. Yeah, it was it, it made a bing sound, you know, like when people wink on, on TV shows. There was a sparkle in your eye, though. Now, you get that uh, checked out. As a point of uh, it's interest here, uh, before we get into the show proper, uh, as a lot of you know, Jared and I are horror fans, um, oh, yeah. and we're both currently playing the brand new Friday the 13th game on PlayStation 4. Uh, if any of our fans out there are also playing it, please hit us up on social media. Uh, any singular route will get us to where you want us to be. That's right, yeah. Uh, we just need your handle and we'll add you as a friend and we will play with you. Um, yes. You're uh, probably best to do that through the fan group. I'd say, I think so, yeah, yeah. Maybe even Twitter at the Lost at Home or the fan group, which is Lost at Home Podcast fan group. On on Facebook, you bet. Yeah. On Facebook. Um, Facebook, yeah. Face, yeah, face and, uh, group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check out Face Group. <laughs> dot info. And, uh, uh, but I, yeah. I, prefer, I personally prefer group face. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds also sexual there. Well, uh, it's, it's discounts on faces, like Groupon. Oh, okay, yeah. Group but you face. do it with a Facebook type algorithm, and the whole point is to get faces. I gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. That like makes face sense. off. Yeah, it makes no sense, but. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, we would like to play because uh, it, it's fun to like put together a party. So it would be really yeah. fun if people want to do that. It would and be great. Be, and we can we can talk to each other on a microphone. Yeah, it'd be a fun, nice little way for our fans to listen to us uh, play and shit talk and uh, maybe join and in on the fun. And shit talk us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can even uh, maybe organize if we get enough people uh, nights where we do parties where we can have everyone together. And shit, technically I could record all of that output, I think. So we could actually Video do, and audio because PlayStation automatically yeah. records all of that. So we could actually do like uh, a And put them on our YouTube channel. Yeah, we we could do like yeah, exactly like a loss at uh, loss at home YouTube special on that and uh, have a great time. I would actually love that. So if you're out there listening, you have a PS4. That's the the standard that we have adopted. Um, just uh, friend us. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. Um, do we have any other business you want to really take care of? I mean, we have sponsors. No. Do you want to skip them? Um, yeah. Fuck them. Uh, Bambox. Great. Uh, yeah, do Bambox. Uh, but, but only do it through lostandownpodcast.com and follow the uh, banner. And then when you make a purchase, put in LAH10 to get 10% off your order. Uh, you're probably wondering what Bambox is. Uh, that's what Google's for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just like go to uh, thebambox.com, right? And you will be able to see. Yeah, but don't buy from there. You have to yeah. go to our website. Oh, go to our website and then click on that link and then go to thebambox.com from our website. Yeah, and then um, make sure to use our offer code, yeah. LAH10. They're awesome. I, I, I will say that. Actually, that's why I didn't want to say like, oh, fuck them. There's, but like, because they're, they actually have really cool stuff. And I got to say, you should buy it. And it's a really cool, it's one of the coolest boxes out there. <laughs> Other than my mom's. <laughs> my mom's a slut and she likes to fuck all my friends. Ever since I was a kid, and I would walk in on her, and I would say, "Mommy, why are my friends hurting you?" They'd say, "Ah, they're not hurting me; they're fucking me." <laughs> yeah, it was a weird childhood growing up with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to lose your virginity at like six, dude. Yeah, but it <laughs> felt like I was spanking my dick against the inside of an open base sink. That's pretty much what you like. It was you. And, it was like you and eighteen other six-year-olds doing that. Like my mom is the only like gangbang by six-year-old like. She tried to put that video on Facebook, and like they were like, "No, you can't put this on I, Facebook." I believe the rhythm of our, I believe the rhythm of our dicks hitting her pussy was the original inspiration for Stomp. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those guys were like, "Shit, you know this fucking sounds good." All I hear is this ping, ping, yeah. ping, 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 Boom, 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 yeah, boom, boom, boom. it's like the baritone in the fucking yeah. band, and uh, I, I like the thought of like that was the origin of Stomp. Like yeah. one, like one Watch guy that then pedophilic video posted <laughs> by a Vermonter that goes back to like the group and be like, hey, how about we fuck this wide, wide pussy bitch with our tiny six year old dicks, and we just make this sound like how about instead of that. We hit buckets and yeah. like sinks and shit. Like, fine, I guess we'll do it your way, Jerry. So, <laughs> Fuck you, Jerry. Yeah, all right, Jerry, we'll do it your way. Then Stomp was born from my mama's pussy, just like I was. I came from the same place that Stomp did. That means Stomp is your uh, brother. That's right. Stomp. Or, or sister, but that, it is, isn't it more male centric? That could be, uh, it, it, it is, yeah. And I, I think like. Uh, that I, could be a song you could make The Origin of Stomp. And actually, and that's and not a bad a idea. Percussionist, so that's you true. Can literally, do it. And the it. thing is, though, I actually like. I actually loved Stomp in high school. Yes, and so I, you, I, I have a lot of respect for them. That's fucking nasty. You could stuff. do them and Blue Man Group and stuff like that. The yeah, stuff, they they get a lot of like shit and flack because they're like they're sort of like quote unquote lame, but they they're amazing. They're yeah. fucking amazing. I mean, you could do it with your percussion skills alone, with no other music. Don't don't add guitar. Don't add anything. Squish squish. Yeah, and it's like that's the sound of. Uh, you My just have, well, I, okay, maybe not anything, but uh, actually do your mom's voice and drop it in as samples. I <laughs> <laughs> might be actually crossing the line because I do like my mom. <laughs> a lot of people might think I have like I'm like one of those Sonic like slim first hit song <laughs> seven million downloads. Yeah. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. That, I, that should be the yeah, title. It's it, it, and the thing is though, all I did was even worse. I get a sample of her saying "I love you, honey" on the phone, and that's the sample I drop into the song to make honey. me feel worse. Ha, ha, yeah, I love you, honey. Slash, 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 slash. Ping, ping, pong. I love slash, 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 slash. Honey, 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 honey. I love slash, 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 slash. Honey, honey. Oh my honey, god, honey. Uh, <laughs> uh, first of all, uh, Stomp is my brother could actually be the name of this episode, and if not, definitely a, an idea for a song. So anyway, web droppings? 
Yeah, sure. Um, and if anyone at this point in the show is like, someone referred me to listen to this. What the <laughs> fuck is happening? So far, it's been five minutes of, like, yeah. mom's pussy talk. Well, what we normally do is we interview celebrities, but that's been a bit off recently. We've uh, been too busy with our personal lives. Uh, I've been moving. My job's gotten in the way. Yeah. Chair's job's gotten in the way. Uh, his mom's gotten in the way. Uh, yeah. But what we do when we don't interview celebrities is we Fat find bitch. the weirdest internet stories we could possibly find. Things you probably wouldn't have found any other possible way besides us. And we also find discussion pieces, which are things where a little bit of internet digging was involved. Yeah, we, um, like things that like we the we plant a seed that's not necessarily like uh, it wasn't uh, topical necessarily for the like week. Like how someone put fun. a bucket in your mom's cunt and it came out a stomp. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually trying to keep a straight face so I can like react. Be like, how dare you? But a bucket in my mom's cunt and it came out a stomp. <laughs> If that could be the title of a show. <laughs> it's a bit long for iTunes. <laughs> also, I don't know if Bucket and My Mom's Cunt would ever actually make it. Yeah, they'd flag us for Bucket. Yeah. I, I believe, uh, what would we got? Uh, Dick or Dildo? Dildo, I think. Dildo got, got flagged. Got yeah. flagged, yeah. We, we, a lot of other stuff, but it got censored, yeah. Uh, anyway, so. So, on to the weird news stories. Yeah, sure. And that segment of our show is called Web Dropping. Web Dropping. All right, our first story this week is man forces family to shop at gunpoint. And I got to say... Nice. Oh, there's dramatic yeah, music dramatic behind music us. Behind right. us. <laughs> I didn't plan on that, and I don't know if it can be picked up over the mic, but this story has dramatic music. It does. Oh, it gets hotter. Oh, that is hot. All right, so a gunman kidnaps a family and forces them to shop at Target. And I got to say, the low-class way of... Uh, <laughs> Target, uh, well, I was gonna say the low glass way of kidnapping a family and forcing them to shop is bringing them to Walmart, and that feels kind of normal. But bringing them to Target, yeah, oh, Target, out, well, the trigger fingers on the trigger, yeah, 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 that's, <laughs> that's fucking fancy, man. All right, that's that. That is fancy people's fucking Walmart, right? It is. Well, yeah. it is. Literally. I hope you enjoyed that dramatic music to introduce this segment. It's, it, it's beautiful. Yeah. It actually is a higher class version of Walmart. I mean, yeah. there's no other way around it. It's it's a Walmart, but you see less butt cracks, uh, less uh, guns. The, the products are all the same. They sell the same products well, from no, they China. they have their own line of clothes from, from China, China or Bangladesh or yeah. some other child labor inducing fucking And if you're country. a toy collector like I am, they also have uh, their own exclusives. Mm-hmm. That's about it. That's okay. about the only difference. And I think they might put a Starbucks in their locations they instead of a Dunkin' exactly. Donuts like Walmart. Damn. But yeah, the story goes like this. This was in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, a North Carolina man has been arrested after police say he kidnapped a family at gunpoint and forced them to take him shopping. Yeah. Uh, 29-year-old Rollin Anthony Owens Jr. That is a hell of a name. That's a hell of a name. And he's a junior. Are you going somewhere with that? No, it's just Rollin Because that was something I had just said, no, but you said it like it mattered. No, Rollin Anthony Owens is a hell of a name anyway, but he's the second of them. No, so. he's junior. A junior of them, yeah. Not second. That's true. But I hope he has a kid who has the same name who's the third. It could be, though. Because the then you skip third. junior and go right to third. Go right to third, yeah. Yeah. Um, he knocked on the door of a house in the west in a West End neighborhood. I don't that- know the difference between junior and second. I think they're the same. I think it's a it's a preference choice. It's a preference. It's like if you're like uh, like a white waspy, you use yeah. the second Reginald and Phillips if you're poor, Seymour the second yeah. or Jimmy Jones Jr. And if you if you're poor, Those, or, or, that's the difference. Or does it matter? Like you have to have 
Well, no, no, because no, he has it, three it's names. A, it's yeah. a personal choice. It, it's got to be, It's a right? class choice, Because Junior is a second, right? I want more white trash people to name their kid the second instead of Junior. Yeah. Je- no, literally just the second, the second. Like, <laughs> like, like Bob they're, they're, the second. Their, their, dad is, their dad is the second senior. And then the uh, the original, uh, that's the original. And then the second, the second. And then the second, the third. Yes. Um, when asking these uh, people in this neighborhood for money at gunpoint, the residents gave him the money. But then he used his gun to force the residents, which were a man, a woman, and two children, out of the house and into their vehicle. Uh, the owners of the house said that he made them drive them to a convenience store, then a Target. <laughs> then... Like, just run all his errands like down my dry cleaning <laughs> i want to pick up my thai food it's under yep. my name can you run in it's I what was pay it? for it it's a it's, it's a, a rollin anthony, anthony owens jr no no it's the second the second yeah that's how they found out his name throughout this whole bit he never announced himself but when he needed to run in and get the thai food yeah that's where that's they, where, yeah. That's where they found his oh, name are, are you uh rarin anthony <laughs> Now, go, keep going, just go. Oh, my God. Just go, fucking go. Um, So, they went shopping, and he forced them to purchase several bags of clothing and gift cards. But, while in the store, one of the victims managed to ask an employee for help, who in turn called 911. Right. Who then made cops happen. I don't know how that <laughs> no, goes. No, cops were in the parking lot, it turns out. So well, they, yeah, they came they in like cops immediately. Happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you I mean, make nine cops one, happen? Yeah, 911 makes cops happen. I, I think that could also be a title of the show. Um, it, actually, yeah. that, could be just a, that could be a televised ad, like a, a PSA in the South. Makes 911 cops. makes cops happen. Oh, okay. I was wondering what that number was. Uh, so they, they were able to come in and arrest the suspect without any incident. Uh, he's being charged with several counts of second-degree kidnapping and robbery with a dangerous weapon. Uh, he's also being charged in connection with three other robbery cases, two of which involved kidnapping. In, in, yeah, like, which so is it, ridiculous. Like, if, you rob, MO, some, if yeah. you rob somebody, like... That's not enough. Let's go to the store. I want other people's shit, and you're going to get it because you don't have enough that's, shit. That's the crazy thing. Like, robbing, like, robbery is going to get you, like, a little slap on the, like... I mean, it's going to get you in trouble, but, like, kidnapping, even second degree, whatever the fuck that is, like, that's not, like, shit you want to fuck with. Like, kidnapping is not something you want on your record. Robbing somebody, all right, you're going to be out, blah, blah, blah. This guy's got some shit, some fucking time I to just, do. I just love that fact, though. He's like, what do you have in your house? I have $40 and a gift card my grandma gave me this Christmas and this candelabra. Well, you better get in the fucking car because we're going to we're Target going to get target, some real shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stop at this fucking 7-Eleven. I need also, a slushy. yeah. I need to take I, a piss and I need a slushy. You stay here, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you dare call those fucking 911s that make cop happen. <laughs> make cop happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I dumbed it down a little. All right. All right. Now, moving on to the next story. Um... ISIS-themed fake Lego sets have been exported globally from China. Thank God fake. Lego wasn't just like, you know what? We well, don't have the extremist uh, Islamist market. We need to go that. Well, I'm, I'm well aware of uh, China's fake Lego export business. Um, yes. They, I, I'm a Star Wars fan. They're and, dirt and I look cheap, at all, too. I always look at the toys just to see yeah. what comes out. It's like so $4. Well, for, like for a, these, yeah. For, yeah. For, I mean, for like... like because they, they, they do like a ton... Like China is well known for uh like bootlegs of a lot of Yeah, stuff these are just general. bootlegs. Yeah. Yeah, if you ever see like a Star Wars bootleg Lego set, it usually says something like Star Wart. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite that I've or, seen or, a lot. Or War of Stars or yeah, something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, oh yeah, it's always yeah. something and and then the figures look pretty spot on. Yeah. Like the knockoffs are really good, 
But the name and the packaging is always very reminiscent of bad uh, English. English, yes. Uh, for pardon the, the the racism, but yes, English. So what we have here, um, Although, Cap- I, something that actually didn't make it in the show. Just a little tangent here is I did see that, uh, and I actually didn't read further into it, but now I wish I did. That uh, that apparently in China they are fining. Or, or, or cracking down on uh, bad English signs. Yep, now. I saw that story yeah. today too. I, and I, it's too bad I don't have more we information. We almost kind of tied it. it into yeah. this one, but I read the title and thought it would lack uh, the content we wanted. I didn't think it was going to. So maybe we'll look into that uh, empty promise. Anyway, continue. Sorry to interrupt, Scott. Now, the first of these ISIS themed Lego sets were found on sale in Malaysia. And a mother was the one who noticed them, and they were $2 a piece. Her son wanted one. And, um, yeah, she ended up just reporting this to the world, probably through her own social media. Um, What happened was the box she took photos of and the serial number in the box was traced back to a manufacturer in China. Mm -hmm. Um, These are called Falcon Commandos. They pit counter-terrorist police against black-clothed Islamic State figures, commonly known... Well, they're the the figures are minifigs. And uh, they have ISIS flags are... Jihad dressed and armed. One of them in one kit was a one with a flag, dressed as a jihadist, holding a bloodied head. A bloody Lego head. Which I'm so I I I, I gotta say this. I kind of want one of these kits just for a bloody Lego head. But yeah, uh, you know what? I don't know how much trouble. I don't think you can get in trouble for ordering these. But uh, in, if, in the if in you the go US, on I'm eBay, not, I'm not sure about that because uh, if you go on eBay, you can probably get one. If 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 I understood this correctly, they were trying to like um, prevent it from being imported to whatever country it was, um, Malaysia, right? Where uh, they were trying to prevent it from being imported into Malaysia, and part of that has to do with the fact that she reported it to not only the police but the Islamic Council, and the Islamic Council obviously are not like are against Islamists who give them a bad name, and these characters were holding, you know, uh, the ISIS flag, but also doing like general Islamic. Things like saying, you know, praise Muhammad and oh, all this kind heck, of thing. So they're, it was, they're... it was, it was anti. They, they consider this like anti-Muslim, yeah. anti-Islamic. Oh yeah. Uh, where even though it, and because it's Islamist and it's it's ISIS generated, so and their their culture and, and their council in Malaysia is more likely to prohibit that. Whereas a, com- a country like the United States, where it's just like, I well, it would matter. I think it's international trade. It's a Chinese company. You can buy no, anything no, from exactly. China on yeah. eBay. I mean, the thing is, like, they can get in trouble for producing the uh, counterfeit You can't stuff, get in trouble for buying But you're, you're not going to get in trouble for but buying you might it get in, the United States, in the United States. But... Um, and I'd be yeah, okay. Maybe. I would be okay being put on. But what are they going to? What are they going to? They're going to like uh, break in your door, and they're going to find no fertilizer or bombs. They're going to see that you're just the whitest person they've ever seen, uh, other than the me who also got his fucking door kicked in. And they're going to be like, "Oh, you're you're like yeah. you're you're not an Islamist." Well, I was going to say they might also look at your internet activity, and they're going to see that you're not looking at Islamic stuff. Yeah, like a lot of fidget anything. spinner porn here, and a lot of things ending with the word podcast to try to cover your tracks. Yeah. But. Uh, one of the kids actually had a, an Islamic State jihad, jihadi armed with a chainsaw and a bloody head at its feet, and another with a mass figure tossing dynamite. Also, it came with a catapult capable of launching crude incendiary devices. Right. No. So, yeah. Um, these uh, kits have also been found in other retailers, including Australia. Uh, the sets on the box are recommended for children six <laughs> yeah. and over. Hey, why not? Yeah, so uh, these exist. Um, 
And I hate to say yeah. it, like there, there is part of me that wants them for collectible purposes, but at the same time, me too. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily set them up on my, on my oh, shelf. Oh, I would. But like, uh, definitely, I would. definitely the, the well, well. First of all, this is a Falcon Commando set, so they are actually pitting. They're showing the the verses, so you could have ISIS losing. It's not that they're saying ISIS is good. They're saying this is the. Oh, the, you're, the, you mean like taking them out of their box and like setting it up? I would just leave the I wouldn't, box. I would. I would put the box. The box. Yeah. Like, I, that, to have no, it all I, that's all I would do. So. It would go right next to my Saddam Hussein uh, trading card from uh, the Gulf War. And but that was like fucking legit, man. That was American made. Yep, I yeah. still have it. I found I mean, it. I, I found it in my move. It was behind one of my bookcases. Yeah, and I, I'm. I, I believe like I my dad has the entire set of yep. those Gulf uh, War, you know, Desert Storm uh, yep. trading set. Yeah, the only one I kept was Saddam Hussein. Yeah, probably should have kept the Scudder too. The but. old Saddam Hussein <laughs> rookie card. Um. Yeah. All right. All right, well, that moves us on to our next story. Uh, Jerry brought this to the table. I know nothing about it, so I'm kind of curious to see where this yes. goes. And, uh, all right, so this is all about um, lizard genitalia being uh, offered as tantric root. If you uh, know, don't know what tantric root is, I don't. it's a uh, tantric, a lot of people consider uh, synonymous with tantric sex, but really, tantric is the word, like it's spiritual and. It's and the hippie it, word for edging. Yeah, yeah. Well, tantric sex is there. Yes, sorry, yeah, back definitely. to the mic. It's a hippie um, word for edging. Yeah. So tantric sex is for, for the most part. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's just edging. But but tantric is is like more of like a spiritual. Um, sure, you're a so, hippie and you're trying to edge. Exactly, Scott. Yes, I'm glad we have <laughs> locked in your close-mindedness. <laughs> yeah, it's just one thing I thought one time. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they've they've uh, so there is this um there's this very specific root uh, called Hatha Jodi, which is uh, creepy looking too. Which, yeah. It, so this this uh, root, the the real root um, appears, and actually the fake one too, but uh, actually appears. Uh, they they say if you have a good imagination, anyway, it it supposedly it appears, appears if you have a good imagination. <laughs> it, it it appears like um, there are two people, uh, you know, holding hands, or it is supposed to like bring good luck. It's a tantric sign, Indian uh, tantric sign for good luck. And so if you have one of these roots, it's supposed to be good luck. And people have been selling them Amazon, eBay, all these all over this place. It turns out that a study has realized that the majority of these. Are actual lizard genitalia that have been sold as Hatha Jodi uh, for quite a while now. So, which is actually the thing that like, it's not that people are selling lizard genitalia as this root. It's just that lizard dicks look like this. And thing is, though, you guys got to look this up. Just look up. Oh, the just picture look up is amazing. Lizard dick tantric root. I'm pretty sure one thing will come up because. I'm like I'm curious. This thing is like it's got like a like a uh, where the wild things are like uh, bushel like bushy kind of fucking head on it. I don't think you can possibly describe this accurately to. The I don't listener. think so. I, I, I'm I, listening to you and I'm looking and thinking in my own words and I I don't think it can be done. So so here's the thing. Okay, so uh, according to the World Animal Protection, uh, poachers have been selling the penises of monitor lizards specifically in place of Hatha Jodi in a massive fraud that has led to numerous recent raids across India and in one bust officials seized 210 dried lizard penises first of all those poor lizards first of all uh, I'm wondering like do they kill a lizard or did like like youth not euthanize them but like put them under chop their dick off and send them on their, them. You send mean them on their way rock. <laughs> yeah like send them on their way be like oh now you got no dick or, or I'm guessing they kill them um, but anyway so I'd like to think they're all donations 
<laughs> you mean like uh, like sperm donations or like, yeah. yeah where like a lizard goes into well, a, a lizard clinic. can regrow its tail it's like here's my dick that's true yeah I'll, I'll just fucking make it. another one tomorrow dude. Yeah, that's that's actually, I, I didn't check on, on whether or not that's possible oh because sometimes I, I didn't I, I did not do my uh, research here but the thing is though uh, a fake Hatha Jody can fetch on the open market about $250 American what? dollars um, for so, luck, and that's the bit, that's the only thing it gives you is luck. Well, yeah, I mean, think of how much like thousands of dollars people purchase like a little bit of rhino like horn dust for and shit like that. So th- this kind of thing, granted, they know that comes from an animal. You know, what's gonna um, be amazing is that someday when science gets far enough and molecular biology hits its peak, we're gonna find out that rhino horn like cures aging, but only if you work it the right way down to the right chemical level. And by that time, we will have lost all the rhinos from people who think that if they can snort the horn, they'll get a heart on. Yeah. Or just, like, look at it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're literally going to lose out on a lot of chemical things in the future, which could be totally awesome because people right now in the current time are Because we are very are short dumb. on rhinos, I do have to say. It is a sad, sad thing that I we are have really five short. left. Yeah. We do. No, I do. Oh, you you have five left. I have a stable. <laughs> literally. You it's a stable. stable. It's like a horse stable. Yeah, but stable. Do, 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 you, do you put any of them out to stud? Uh, that's all they do. Just they. Do. I just like watching them yeah. fuck. It's just the like thing. me. It's the only thing that gets me hard yeah, anymore. Unfortunately, they're all dudes. They just have like a big old fucking uh, like they, rhino yeah, they get confused. fuck. They try mounting each other, then they fight. Well, they've they... got nothing else to fuck. It's like when you put like people in prison. They're like, oh, I'm not gay, but I'm gonna fuck a dude because that's the only hole around, like that kind of thing. Like it's just like if you put all those rhinos together. Like, listen, I want to procreate, and I'm I'm a I'm a rhino, and I got a dick. And I got this horn that's fucking make me like horny. Horny, <laughs> yeah. Now to be to be fair, I did grow bored of them just running around studying. Um, and I do know how much their horns are valuable, so I, I I I hate to say this on air, but I did chop off all the horns and all five. And Makes a lot uh, of money. That's I, good I was money. I, I made a lot of money off of it. That's the good part. Um, the better part, <laughs> good part yeah. the better part is oh, is I super You only have good and better for chopping I, off I, rhino horns. It's I good. super glued dildos where the horns used to be so now they just run around with these <laughs> floppy horns and i gotta say at first i was horny watching them now i just laugh it, it, it's it's hilarious especially like when they're like riding each other and they're just a floppy, floppy dildo two, double horns. floppy dildos yeah just smacking like, each oh, other. God, this is great how has that not gone uh, viral i guess you don't want to post it because because i'll go to jail you go to jail yeah yep so just that's just a, that's a that reason ex- not to post things on social media although most people don't pay attention no that exists and if you ever see me in person i've got the videos on my phone yeah all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's go on to the next story, will we? Uh, yeah. The next story is similar to the idea of stealing rhino horns. Man steals mummified toe from Dawson City Hotel's infamous Sartois cocktail. Sour toe. Sour Sartois. <laughs> it's a French you were, story. You were trying so hard to be like... Usually you massacre, like, uh, foreign... That was pretty foreign. good, though, for massacring. But, no, but because you massacred it in the other way. Usually you massacre, like, it's a... a French-Canadian story, so I thought it was... I thought the... Swatois. <laughs> I believe it's Sour Toe, Scott. Because, first of all, it's it's in English-speaking Canada, which is most of Canada. Most of Canada I is, is English-speaking. <laughs> It's like, this is fucking Ontario, buddy, or whatever the fuck it is. Like, we know Satois. It's not like the one tiny spot of Montreal, which is a French-speaking Canadian. I love that I yeah. murdered Satois. that. <laughs> I had no idea will, you were going to do that. And that is hilarious. It. Anyway, so the Yukon Hotel's Satois cocktail. What about this Satois cocktail? Well, the cocktail comes with a mummified toe in the bottom of it. 
And it's part of a ritual where between a certain amount of hours, I think it's 9 and 10 at night or 9 and 11 9 at night. 9 to 11, yeah. Yeah, uh, you can have this drink. And it's called drink toe it, time hours, yeah. Toe time. You have to sip the drink down when the toe slides on the glass that has to hit your lip for it yep. to be an official drinking of the drink. I think a bit of this not unlike people doing the te- tequila worm, only in the tequila worm or the mezcal worm, you usually drink the worm and actually like, you know, uh, consume it, where you're not supposed to do here, do that here because there are limited numbers of uh, mummified toes to put in drinks. They only have a couple, two or three on, in circulation. And unfortunately, from what I understand, somebody stole one. Well, before we get to that, let's have a little background on the toe. Never mind. Pretend you didn't hear that, folks. <laughs> let's get a background on the toe. According to legend, the tradition began with a toe that belonged to a Prohibition-era rum runner was found in a cabin in 1973 and placed in a glass tumbler full of champagne. Today, the toe, although it's not the same toe, can be had with any drink that you want. Uh, most people choose whiskey. Um, this patron came Apparently in. whiskey kills the, the taste of toes more? Well, it's mummified toe. It's more like just a lump of cartilage and a little bit of bone. Well, well the thing is, though, I am curious. They call it the sour toe, or the squatois, but the, the sour toe cocktail, uh, like, does it? I'm wondering if it actually lends any... I mean, it shouldn't, right? It could be like paper, but I'm wondering if it actually lends any sourness to it or not. I'm just probably not. Now, I don't know about the taste, but uh, this person who uh, got in trouble for stealing the toe came in after their usual 9 to 11 toe time hours, which I think is kind of hilarious, Yeah, and uh, asked for it. And they were nice, and they were like, here, sure, whatever. Um, he downed his drink, stole the toe, and left. Uh, apparently, even before he left, he kind of bragged about how he was going to steal it. Yeah. Like, out loud in the bar. Uh, the hotel is planning to fine the patron $2,500 and is offering a reward for anyone who has information about the theft. Um, which is funny because when you do this toe drink, they give you a certificate that puts yeah. you like in this club so of people to, who've done it. And you have to like fill it. out the certificate so you can actually be like placed on the, you know, on the wall of fame yep. or whatever. And he left it. So it has his full name and yep. they called the police because this toe to them is worth $2,500, which right. is... A relatively decent major theft. And here's the thing. I actually, I, I decided to Snopes the story because the next line made me want to Snopes it. For, first of all, it's true. This is, it actually happened because the next line actually made it sound like when you read fake news stories, like these are the ones that people inject them like, yeah, that's bullshit. They said, toes are very hard to come by. And stunts like this adversely affect the whole community, not just the downtown hotel. We fortunately have a couple of backup toes, but we really need this one back. Yeah. Like, that sounded like fake news shit. Oh, yeah. It's not. They, they, they were like, oh, wait, we got backup toes. Yeah, but, you know, we, well, they're hard to come by, so we want this one back. And uh, so apparently it used to only be a $500 fine because somebody did this stunt and purposely swallowed it. Yeah. And they actually, like, were kind enough to leave $500 because they're like, oh, shit, didn't know I was supposed to do that. And I think there's even video of the person swallowing it. Um, yeah, at that time, there was only uh, two toes in rotation. Yeah. So they and had, now they had several. Another, how do they get the mummified toes? I Scott? don't know. I Scott? don't know. Scott, I, I wish I had an answer. I Where literally do mummified no... toes come from? Your mom's cunt. <laughs> the sour the sour vinegar pussy juice just like fucking mummifies these things and drains the life out of them i love you mom <laughs> all right moving on uh where are we at now with these stories um, uh 
Oh, oh. We're, done, uh, we're, we're done with that. I think we're going into some... Uh, we've got actually a buddy uh, joining us who has not joined us for a very long time, and we're really glad that he's in the States. And we've got our buddy Bruce Bruce to talk about Australia for a second. So, Scott, I'm going to go grab Bruce Bruce. I know you like to talk to him. I hang out with him all the time. So, uh, we're going to go get him. Bingo, real bings. All right. Well, now I'm alone. I'm watching Jerry leave the room. Bye, Jer. Yep. And I'm waiting for Bruce Bruce. He's always a little bit late. He's a little slow. Hello? Oh, oh, I, hey, Bruce Bruce. Not slow? You, you heard that? Not slow, just Australian from the Southern Hemisphere, you know? I don't know what that means, but I'm guessing it's funny. Hello, uh, how you doing, a, Scott? It's a, little, it's a little funny. Long time now, see ya. Uh, it has been how long? Months and months. Maybe it, since your last special, maybe? It might have been since February, yeah. Maybe since the last special you guys did. You know, I, I was uh, a part of the... I know, you know what? I, I was. Uh, I, I came to the uh, the Comic-Con thing, the, the expo that you guys did. And I was talking about Australia at the expo. I, I, I forgot the last time I saw you guys, yeah? Yeah, it makes a bunch of sense. It's, it's been, God damn it, a long time. And I'm sorry we've done a few Australian stories in the meantime where you weren't invited. Well, I've been very angry because you guys get them wrong a lot. You know that. Like, I mean, you, you guys get, what you do is you read. You guys have a really great podcast. What you do is you, you find stories, you read them word for word, and then you don't do any other research on them. And you say, that's fact, and you move on. That's very good. That's very good for the community of journalism. It's great. Here's the thing. If you just, like, maybe even called me or emailed me, I'd be able to give you a little insight into these Australia stories. Because a lot of times what you do is you read the American version of these stories. And it's it. But I've got a lot of insight to, to provide you on these stories here. Now, I did not read this story at all. Uh, Jer said that you put this in our notes. Oh, I did, because here's the thing. This is because I, cause I expected you guys to, like, pick this one up. Because this is this has been all over the news, and it's got uh, a funny bent to it, but it's not necessarily been on, like, the pop culture news. So I, I figured you guys were probably going to pick this one up, and I was like, I've got to get in on this and make sure that people know the, the real truth about this one. I thought you guys were going to butcher this one. So it, it turns out, like I know that Jeremiah and you guys like the nerds, nerd stuff like the uh, uh, um, science and shit like that. And there's been some deep sea research recently off the uh, east coast of Australia. And uh, they've been doing like this deep sea expedition. And they found a bunch of new fish and stuff like that, you know? And uh, Yeah, I read about this often. There, there's been a bunch of fun Reddit videos of people deep sea fishing and coming up with, like, strange creatures we've never seen before. Yeah, and this one is actually like like one of those James Cameron fucking deep sea divers, you know? Like, they, they put things down a thousand meters, which for you uh, Americans is uh, on about uh, 0.621 miles, something like that. Um, and uh, about, you know, about two-thirds of a mile down into the ocean, right? And they found all these great things in, on the east coast of Australia. And all these fucking uh, these Americans are going crazy, going, oh, my God, look at that one. It looks fucking crazy. Oh, look at that one. It looks weird. And one of these fish, it looks exactly like a dick. It. I'm looking at the picture right now. It, it looks, looks exactly, exactly like a dick. And here's the thing. I knew you guys would pick up on this because it looks exactly like a dick. And and it's called the the peanut worm, and so it's it's a it's a fish, but it's a worm, you know. And and so so I was like, oh, I got to get on this one because you guys are going to butcher this. Because here's the thing: you probably think like, ah, oh, this is crazy, a thousand meters down, nobody's ever seen this before. But in Australia, like oh, oh, where where I'm from, we see this all the time. Like we would like if you actually go to an Australian restaurant, you'll see baskets of these. Like in uh, in the southern United States, you know, like you've got uh, what are they, crayfish. Yeah, crawfish, crawfish, right? Like, so you got like biscuits of those, and you eat them like, ah, these are so good. 
Like that's what we do. We have baskets of these, like just like well, they're, they're like a bunch of baguettes. Yeah, they well they 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 you know deep fry them and they're delicious. They got no bones. You just suck them dry and they're fucking delicious. So you just thing, you're just sucking on dick shaped penis peanut worms. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, Freudian slip there. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. Sorry, there, there. Out of no. a basket. Uh, do you yes. dip them in anything? Uh, oh, various things. I mean, uh, let's see, uh, blue cheese, ranch, anything creamy is great. You just dip the tip in something creamy and just fucking nibble on it, and okay, it's just great. Okay. And the thing is, though, it's got like a creamy center, too. A lot of people don't realize that like these things, it's like an eclair. It's like a worm. Like, but a knee clear. Do you you squeeze it out? Do you work? Well, sometimes you got to squeeze it out. Like a uh, like the the tip sprays out pretty quick, and then but once you get to the base of it, it takes a little bit more. So you got to do a little bit of work for that one. Sometimes roll it out like a tube of toothpaste, and you get the rest of the eclair cream it right out of it, and you dip it the rest of it like in uh, in some blue cheese dressing. It's fucking delicious. So the thing is like that that I've been pissed about, and the thing that I want to make sure that you understand here, and the reason I came on the show today. Is because I understand you guys were going to pick this one up. You're going to be like, oh, it's crazy. This brand new fish, it looks like a penis. We've known about it in Australia for fucking years. We fished it. We serve it in our markets. We just have a great time with it. We dip it in blue cheese dressing. We suckle on it. We it, wash it down with a with a bottle of Foster's. It's fucking delicious. I'm going to have to take your uh, your word for that. Um, you definitely I don't think I, I, would, I love eating like weird food. Like... Uh, Last time I was out of the area, I had alligator for the first time, and That's right, it was yes, amazing. Yeah, yeah, we got crocs in, in Australia, but it's uh, similar. Yeah, but I, uh, meat, yeah. I just, I don't. Looking at a picture of this thing alive in the water, I don't see it as food. Well, I mean, but I just don't. It doesn't look edible. It's funny. The first time I saw it, I was like, I'm going to eat that. Like, but there's a difference between like the cultures, you know, like. I see a basket full of things that look like dicks, and I say, I want to dip it in blue cheese. And, and put it in and, your mouth. And, and, and eat it, you know? But this, the thing is, Ali, this thing is There's delicious. a cultural difference, too, there. Uh, you say eat it, we say put it in your mouth. But but yeah, I, I would say, and, and I know, I've, I've been to your restaurant, and I really like the food that you, you serve, and I know you like to do like different things. It's delicious. Uh, you should really look at maybe getting some of this imported. Uh, pe- is, is, wait, wait, may, may I... Peanut, peanut fish. Peanut worm, yes. Peanut worm. Right, so it's yeah. not even a fish. I mean, it is, but it isn't. They're just calling it a worm even though it's a fish? Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, I don't, it's hard to sell worm on a menu in America. Well, that's why, like, you got to, like, come up with something American, like America worm or, or, or French fries. <laughs> uh, uh, Trumpiness? No, no. Oh, like Trumpiness is in like Trumpiness. Uh, it's very good. Yeah, maybe something like that. And just a like, a, but they're not very big. They're very delicious. Okay, and, and um, I, I would say I would you urge... can serve them with various dipping sauces. And I, I would say you could be the first one to have this in the you know, the entire United States on your menu. I agree, and I would urge anyone who's listening right now to go uh, type this in. Uh, peanut worm, uh, penis fish would work too. I'm pretty sure as a search. Uh, this is amazing. You will not believe. Maybe I don't know. There's actually also uh, a, a, I believe in the in the Nile or the uh, in one of those big rivers. You know, one of those big rivers. Oh, um, the fish that go into your penis. into your, into yeah. your urethra and, and have it in, in barb on and, Here, and doing not a, let go. I'm doing a Google image search of penis fish. Yeah, penis fish actually is probably... Wow. Penis worm and penis fish is not necessarily what you nope, want to... Nope, it is all that you get and it looks like just bags of dicks. Is it... Uh, you mean the... Bags the, and bags of dicks. The peanut worm then. 
Yeah, type in penis fish into imi- uh, Google Image Search. All right, Australia wins. Oh, if you go down about uh, 20 photos, there's a picture of a man with a fish's mouth on his penis. And he's naked in a river. It takes a lot to get 20 photos in before you get to something pornographic on the internet nowadays. That, Actually, it, that's pretty impressive. That's, I guess how, that's how much Australia won in this one. Like, we have conquered the, the, the penis fish market. And I will say, and I'm fine with it. Like, land of the penis fish, if you want to call us that. Just come, come to Australia, come to the the eastern coast, eat our baskets of peanuts fish, and we'll, we'll have a great time. Sounds good. Well, Bruce, Bruce, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Um, I really appreciate it. Every time you guys have me on, I have a great time. And uh, I just want to set the record straight before you guys butcher the story like you usually do. So I'm I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I feel uh, vindicated. If you All right, and uh, next time you're back down there and you uh, happen to happen to run a restaurant that has these, see if you can uh, send it to go order up here to the States. I'll see about that, yeah. All right. Throw it in a, uh, what, is, what is that, dry ice? Dry ice it. Yeah, that's Dry fine. ice those yeah, penis fish. Ice. Yeah, that's fine. All right, thank All right. you very much. Waited. Bye, Bruce Bruce. Hey, Jer. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Bruce, always a good time. Uh, I don't know. We still have our. Uh, I mean, I never have we to talk still have to our him. personal anxieties. <laughs> I, I never other. have to talk to him like on air. I like I, I hang out with him all the time, and he's a fun guy. I like him. But, yeah, I mean, we, we sometimes have, have our issues, and I think the listeners can hear it. Like, there's a little tension between us. Like, I try to make it funny, but sometimes, yeah, but he, you, but he really does. He does like you. You know that, right? Like, I know. He, I know. I mean, he's a little bit of a dick, but. All right, to end the show here, we're going to do a small discussion piece, and this is on historical oddities. And I was looking at the internet today, and I, I started with one and then managed to find two others. Um, I guess they're all slightly related. That You can tangentially well, in, connect these in three. In other historical oddities, right? I mean, Oh, no, no, no. I'm building bigger threads. Oh, really? Oh, I did. I, I here, read, let's play I a read, game. I've let's read the stories. I, let's see how I connect all three. I'm very curious about this because I am... I'm very curious. <laughs> All right. The first story we have is the Kentucky meat shower. Um, this was an incident that occurred. <laughs> Which, I mean, this, I mean, the, when you first put this in the notes and I, I wasn't aware what it was, I expected to stumble on so much porn. <laughs> like, this sounds <laughs> like. Have you ever done a Kentucky yeah, meat yeah. shower? I mean, it, it, it sounds like a, like a pornography video. It should be. Yeah. I mean, the old Kentucky meat shower. Yeah, exactly. No, this was an incident that happened in March 3rd of 1876. Oh, old school, man. All right. Yeah, it was a period of several minutes in Kentucky where what appeared to be flakes of red meat fell from the sky in a 100 by 50 yard area. And this was near a settlement in Rankin, which is in Bath County, Kentucky. Uh, Most of the pieces were about five centimeters, two inches long, square. Uh, one was about 10 centimeters, which is about 3.9 inches square. Um, they basically just chunks of meat yeah. rained from the sky for about, say, like seven, eight minutes. And, and this was just like like meat with in quotes. Like people didn't know. Like it was like, oh, this is like meat. This isn't like, uh, you know, stew beef, like beef stew meat or anything like well, that. They it was like, that, oh. They said that it looked to be beef. You yeah. know, that's right, what okay. they thought it was. Uh, what ended up happening was they sent parts of this to uh, the Newark Scientific Association for further analysis, and uh, Dr. Alan McLean Hamilton uh, wrote in the record stating that the meat that was identified seemed to be lung tissue from either a horse or a human infant. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Okay, Wait, first of all, I didn't know there was like they were that close. They could be like, well, it's either yeah. a horse or a human infant. Yep, they're almost identical. Not just like a human, but a human infant. Nope. The lung of a human infant and a horse are almost identical. 
identical. Um, yeah, and well. then there was backup analysis, which was also conclusive to this, saying that, yes, that they thought it was lung tissue. Uh, some of the samples they also thought were muscle and some were cartilage. Yeah, so it was, like, all over the place as far as what they determined this was at the time, anyway. Um, and if I recall, like, there were there were a few theories about it. Um, it was... Uh, I mean, Scientific American most recently did some story on it, most recently being a lot of years ago. New York Times at the time did a story on it and pretty much, I think, didn't know what it was, but like uh, interviewed some people who thought they had some ideas of what it was based on like locals and also um, uh, like experts, scientists and shit like that. Yep. And there was this one type of, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but there was one type of, what is it, Nostock? Yeah. where Where they thought originally that it may have been Nostock, which is apparently this like bacteria that is almost like invisible at first, but when it gets wet with rain, it essentially turns into this like larger groups of meat, of meat chunks or whatever. And hmm. and and so they were they were thinking like originally that it was that. And I think that was one of the original conclusions that it was that. And I, I think that like actually sat for a while, but they also interviewed this other person from ages ago, hundreds of years ago, hundred uh, blah, 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 1876, whatever, who thought it was uh, possibly vomiting vultures. Yep, I read that, that it was yeah. uh, the vultures will sometimes vomit up their food when they need to make a quick escape yeah. to lighten their load, essentially. Yeah, yeah because and, 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 and that seemed to be, like, at the time, it was, I think a lot of people took the Nostock um, explanation seriously, but when looking into it historically, they realized it didn't rain, so there was actually no reason for... And also, it was a bunch of types of meat. Uh, that that people found like some people were tasting the meat and be like, well, it tastes like horse. I'm like, well, what do you, how do you know what the horse tastes like? Yeah. And uh, and then over time they realized, and I think it was that when the Scientific American um, announcement or uh, article came out, when they were like, oh, it actually. The most likely scenario was the vomiting vulture scenario. Yep. And uh, as a side note, uh, when the meat fell from the sky, there was no rain, so yes. Nostock yep. actually could not have been a possibility. That, that's why they, they figured like it wasn't like that was just like at, at the time they were like, oh, it's probably you know it could have been right, but like over time when the Scientific American article came out, they were like, oh no, sorry. Um, yeah, that, it, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean. You have a bunch of, especially since it's in like a, I mean, a small area, 100 by 50 yards, like a bunch of vultures going over and be like, oh, fuck, like they're threatened or they need to lighten their load to like fly, you know, whatever. So they're going to like puke a bunch of different types of organisms out. And that would explain why a bunch of random tiny meat chunks, including some lung tissue. But the, the explanation the is weak because it, they said for several minutes. And you would think if something is raining from the sky, you'd look up, and if you saw about a thousand vultures that took seven minutes for their flock to cover the sky to finally finish as they're all throwing up... You would see the vultures as well? You would see the vultures. That's true, but I mean, but first of all, several minutes, I'm curious, I mean, memories we know are not that great, and also, like, what seems like an eternity to some people, like, might not actually be an eternity. That could have been 40 seconds. And they said several minutes. Sure. Um, also, that's you know an eighteen. But you think they would have? No, you think they would have said like shit's falling in the sky? Let's look up. Oh, no clouds, no rain. Uh, let's ignore those birds directly overhead. Where the, where the meat's falling well, from? Well, but I'm curious. Like, um, 
how much of this like was actually witnesses falling from the sky and how much was witnesses being like you walk out your door and you found a bunch of meat chunks hanging around uh, it's a little bit from column a a little bit from column B. yeah because because you're right like if all of a sudden but at the same time I'm curious how high vultures fly like by the time you actually look up if they're gonna be long gone by the time the actual velocities come down for that to actually fall you know yeah and you look and I mean maybe they're not gonna be that far away but like whether or not you would actually think about that or if yeah. you're just being like oh chunks of meat are falling on my fence maybe I should like this is fucking weird so now uh, for the sake I think of, Satan did it for the sake of time I'm actually gonna stick my uh, skip my next historical okay. story uh, we're gonna move to the third one uh, this is a slightly newer story but at some still, point, still at some historical. point I would like to go back to Monster Ravenna like not like in this one Oh yeah, I, no, no. I, I'm, I'm saving also, this. I'm also curious how you would tie Meat Shower into Monster of Ravenna and Led Zeppelin. But anyway, so we're gonna go into this one. Oh, um, it had to do with. Uh, I can just tell you right now. Actually, you know what? Let me do this story, and I'll tell you at the end. Okay. All right. Um, this brings the story a we little got bit. Ten minutes here. Closer to modern day, we have Led Zeppelin Mud Shark rumor, and I had no idea this was a thing until I did a little research. I, I had heard this in in the annals of rock and roll history. I had, I had heard a lot of uh, these, you know, uh, I guess you would say rumors, yep. but the, this one has a little truth through it about yep. about rock and roll bands, and one of them was uh, Led Zeppelin fucking a woman with a shark. Yeah, uh, I'll read two of the uh, opening ideas of how the story happened and what they are, and then Jared, do you want to give the final answer? Does that sound fair? Uh, sounds good to me, yeah. Sure. All right, so one example of the story is a girl, a pretty young groupie with red hair, was disrobed and tied to a bed. According to the legend of the shark episode, Led Zeppelin then proceeded to stuff pieces of shark into her vagina and rectum. Now, another version of this story that came out a lot later, about a decade later, says, um, and this is on the same infamous mud shark incident, um, that it was actually more of a red herring that in 1969, Led Zeppelin checked into the Seattle's Edgewater Inn. Uh, the place was their favorite, was a favorite of musicians, and the guests could fish from their rooms. Yeah, that the, sounds kind of cool, actually. Yeah, the band hauled in some fish, and then they hauled in a 17-year-old redheaded named, girl named which, Jackie. Which, remember, this is like the fucking like, 60s and 70s. Like, it was just fine for David Bowie to fuck 14 year olds yeah it was, everything nobody was thought about yeah. it and uh, like a 17 year old like they were fucking I meant ancient, nothing you know? yeah yeah uh, she mentioned that she really liked being tied up um, the band then obliged and you know, algebra like because yeah. she's, she's still in high school <laughs> you dirty fuckers you the band obliged by you ordering child rapist <laughs> you crazy <laughs> legendary child rapist you David Bowie raped 13-year-old once, but he had sex with her, and it was consensual, but we fucking cherish him, and I do, because he played in the labyrinth. So you know what? He's allowed to fuck 13-year-olds. That was the plot of the labyrinth. It was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was written based on a story. Like, Jim Henson was like, listen, we got to write a story. We got to have Jim Henson fucking start it. He's like, how about the time I fucked this 13-year-old? Uh, that sounded more like a beetle, but... Yeah, you know, it really was. But, yeah. you know, he's British. Uh, and uh, he was like, all right, we'll do that one. That sounds fine. Now, what I like about the story is, in this description, is that the uh, the band ordered a rope from room service. I, first of all, if you can only order room a rope... Room service? I need a length of rope to tie up a 17-year-old redhead. Yeah, so, sorry, we, we, we don't sell that unless you're a rock and roll band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, in which and, case, you could order anything from room service, like cocaine and a rope. Like, uh, well, you're probably going to hang yourself. But. So, the, the, according to this story, they got the rope. 
Uh, she took off her clothes, they tied her to the bed, and then uh, they uh, took a red snapper they had caught off the deck of their hotel room and put it in her vagina and anus. Yeah, and, and other uh, other variations of the story say shark parts. You know, they caught a shark, a mud shark or whatever, and, and stuck shark parts into her and stuff like that. Now, do we have a and it was fine- the it was the whole, like, band, supposedly, that did this, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They all took turns fucking yeah. her with a fish. Yeah. All the band, including the bass player and everything. Yep. So. Now, do we have any real, like, version of this that seems like it's the most real? I'm going to give you the closest thing that people assume is actually the real version. This be- this actually comes from Richard Cole, the road manager of Led Zeppelin, who was actually known for exaggerating, if anything. So the fact that this is actually less crazy than the other stories going out there tells you that uh, the crazy stories out there about them sticking shark parts in a girl and her like like because apparently there's also these stories about her like uh, not wanting it and essentially like you know being harmed and all this kind of stuff and the the uh, version that comes from Mr. Cole says that like oh yeah something like that happened and we, it was at the edge water and they could catch fish off their balcony and whatever and they'd caught a bunch and they'd caught like sharks and stuff like that and hung them up with coat hangers in their um uh, in their closets and stuff like that but they did get this uh gorgeous red-headed girl with a ginger pussy as he puts it um to uh to be tied up to the bed and it was actually only the road manager Mr. Cole and uh the drummer uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bonzo Gonzo himself. So in, in the room. So it wasn't the whole band. And it was actually only the road manager, which who was fucking the girl. And it was uh, the drummer who was watching as an onlooker. And the road manager was said something like, um, how does this uh, red snapper or how does your how does your red pussy like this red snapper? Or yeah. How are your red yeah, snapper? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something along those lines, anyway. And uh, he st- he only stuck just the nose of the red snapper into her vagina, and she she supposedly liked it. And it says she must have come over twenty times. She must have come. Over, which I mean, I think that's the exaggerating part of because supposedly Richard Cole, I think is his name, um, exaggerates a lot of these stories. Um, for being a road manager. But the fact that that's not nearly as crazy as the other stories people hear tell me that it's closer to the truth. And there is also a story similar to that, which say the whole band had some, like, two women in the bathtub and they tossed, like, octopuses into the bathtub. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. And it turns out they actually liked the octopuses more than they liked Led Zeppelin themselves. Be like, I gotta get one of these from home. Yeah. And and they also um, watched a woman pleasure herself um, with her, fuck her great dame. Um, so apparently, huh. Led Zeppelin just liked really dirty animal Just stuff. liked bestiality, aquatic so you, bestiality mainly. You hear, you you heard it here first on Lost at Home podcast. Led Zeppelin loves bestiality. And for anyone out there who's willing to do some digging, uh, the the red snapper in the red snapper incident. Yes. Uh, there's video of that. It was filmed. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. We've never seen it. I don't know if anyone ever has, but it was filmed. That's in like an early sex tape, man. It's like fucking somebody early had to, bestiality yeah, tape. Somebody had to like wait and call room service to bring up a Super 8 camera. They're like, we need a Super 8 camera and rope. Yeah. And like, okay, I don't want to know where this is going, but uh, it's going to be crazy because yeah. it's Led Zeppelin. That is a little bit of weird history to go with the meat rain. Now, my connection was going to be oh, yeah, uh, I like this. Yeah. meat rain was chunks of meat. Let Zeppelin put chunks of meat in a girl. Monster Ravenna was a monster coming out of a girl. 
Oh, okay. I like, and I, I do actually want to revisit Monster Ravenna at some point. And, so and Led Zeppelin found chunks of meat that fell from the sky, shoved them in a girl, and a monster came out. Oh, interesting. That's uh, like that a whole my little new, tale. My little tale. It's a whole tale. new movie. It's it's fucking. Bel- we'll make a movie. Uh, Led Zeppelin's Monsters of Rihanna, co- semicolon. Meat rain. <laughs> meat rain. <laughs> the meat rain yeah. cometh. Yeah. The meat rain <laughs> 20 times cometh. Yes. yes. Perfect. Um, or the meat that, rain that cometh. That could also be a title for our show. Dot, but that dot, sounds dot, 20 r- times. The meat rain cometh. The meat rain cometh. We've uh, got like four different titles for the show. Usually, Led Zeppelin's a bunch can't. of bestiality fuck jobs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like Led Zeppelin loves bestiality. I think that sure. could actually be a great fucking title. Sure, we'll do that. All right, yeah, we got Honestly, that settled. All right. Uh, uh, do we know where we're going out on this week? Do you have any new music? Let's go out and let Zeppelin. All right, sounds good. It, right. it better be a song about animals. Okay, here we go. Enjoy Led Zeppelin and get lost. Get lost.
Come on, let's 